and the life of the world to come. Amen. Please be seated. Blessed are those who hear the Word of God and keep it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Branches on a vine, sheep in a flock, living stones in a building, parts of a body, the bride of Christ. So many images in Scripture that help us understand and live out our Christian faith. And one more for our attention this morning. We are participants in a race. This image is sprinkled throughout the epistles, and it was also there in our second reading from Hebrews chapter 12. I'm going to focus primarily on three words from Hebrews chapter 12. My fellow runners, brothers and sisters in Christ, let us run. Three words. Three words followed by two more words which are very important. Let us run with endurance. That already tells us something about why the Holy Spirit wanted to use this image to help us in our Christian life. What does with endurance communicate to you about this race we are in? It is not a walk in the park. It is not a leisurely jog on Plum Creek Trail. Remember how Jesus prepared His disciples for the race that lay ahead of them? Take up your pillow. Take up your cross and follow Me. Read the book of Acts. We must, through much tribulation, enter the kingdom of heaven. Read 1 Peter. Don't be surprised by the fiery trials. You get the picture of the race we are in? I love C.S. Lewis who quipped after grasping this image of Scripture and he said, this is not the phrase to use about the Christian life on earth. A good time was had by all. Let us run with endurance. So what should we expect on this race that is laid out for us? Get ready. There will be steep hills that will test our faith. There will be obstacles in the path that challenge our level of determination. There will be deep valleys filled with muck and mire that get us our feet stuck in sorrow and worry. There will be stages of darkness that Luther called anfecten, spiritual depression and doubt. 
there will be crowds along the way spewing hatred and harassment because they see us on the path of Jesus Christ alone. There will be offers off to the side when the race gets difficult that said, get off the course, take the easy way. That's our race. And when the race is like that, there are words that come to mind like, I can't take it. It's getting too hard. I'm looking for an easier way. I'm ready to drop out. All kinds of words from within and from without. So keep a bookmark at Hebrews chapter 12 because the Holy Spirit has the words we need to hear. Let us run. Let us run with endurance. Hebrews 12 helps us to be realistic about our Christian life. It's a marathon. The Holy Spirit wants us to be realistic about what to expect, but He doesn't want us to be pessimistic. That's why the Holy Spirit who gave us these three words, let us run, also surrounded it in Hebrews 12 with two other three-word phrases upon which we'll spend the rest of our message. Because these other three-word phrases are meant to encourage us and give us hope and determination to stay in the race and make it to the finish line. Let us run, here's the first set of those three words, let us run because we are surrounded. Those are wonderful words, especially on this All Saints Sunday, that tell us in general terms that we're not running this race alone. But more specifically, we are surrounded, Hebrews 12 says, by a cloud of witnesses. And that cloud of witnesses is described for us if we flip back a chapter to Hebrews 11. We are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses that include Abraham and Sarah and Joseph and David and a whole big group of the Old Testament saints. And what's unique about those saints is they have already finished the race. And by the way, we could add to that cloud, it's not just the Old Testament saints, it's the saints whose names we heard, it's the saints from our congregations, it's the saints from our lives, it's the saints right in our own homes. And the key word is, we are surrounded, because, and it's normal, we usually associate them with the word separated. They're the church triumphant. We're the church militant. We feebly struggle. They in glory shine. There's a gap between us. But listen to the hymn because there's a line right after that. 
we feebly struggle, they in glory shine, yet all are one. We are surrounded, we are still one with the saints who have preceded us. Another hymn puts it this way, we have a mystic, sweet communion. We're surrounded by the saints, and especially as we gather right here, in just a few minutes, what does our liturgy tell us? We sing with angels, with archangels, and with all the company of heaven. We are surrounded. And what does that do for us then in this earthly race in which we find ourselves? One of my favorite moments as a sports fan was the Iowa District East track meet for the elementary schools in our district. And my favorite event in that track meet was the 1600 meters for third and fourth graders. Now there's a few third and fourth graders who get it. Most third and fourth graders don't get it. They get at the starting line, the gun goes off, and it's a sprint for about 60 meters. And then they hit a wall. And the rest of that race is torture. But here's why that's my favorite race. Because I'm in the stands with all the parents and all the fans. And we see those third and fourth graders coming around that last curve, and they can barely move. So what does the crowd and the bleachers do? We go into standing ovation mode, and we start clapping. And we start cheering as loud as we can. It doesn't matter what school they went to. It doesn't matter what place they're in. We are yelling words of encouragement to them. And guess what happens to third and fourth graders? They start running again. They thought they couldn't do it, and all of a sudden they have a kick to the finish line. And some of them even get a smile on their face. I'm going to make it. I'm going to finish the race. The crowd makes a difference. My fellow third and fourth graders, as we struggle in the race, we're surrounded by not a crowd, but a cloud. A cloud of witnesses. Not witnesses in the sense of they're looking down on us, but witnesses in the sense that they are our examples. And off the pages of Scripture and off the memories of our lives, those we knew, and we read about their faith, and we remember the faith of those we love, and they're saying to us, we made it. We struggled just like you did. Life was rough, but Jesus was enough. Therefore, Hebrews says, 
Since we are surrounded by that cloud of witnesses, therefore, let us run. Let us run with endurance. Hang in there. You will make it. Don't ever give up. Keep going. Hear that cloud of witnesses, but hear them correctly because they're not saying, look at us. And they're certainly not saying, look inside yourself. No, Jesus is the author and the perfecter of our faith. Listen to the crowd and you will hear that all-important second three-word phrase of our text, looking to Jesus. That's the race strategy. Hebrews 12 is not a how-to. How to become a super spiritual runner that can just glide through this earthly life. Verse 1 is accurate. That's never going to happen. Sin clings to us. Things weigh us down and slow us down. So if you if you think of modern sports and they have these super cameras that can just really zoom in on every athlete, what if they zoomed in on us as we run? They would show thighs that are burning, lungs that are aching, cheeks with tears running down, knees with scrapes, more scrapes again and again because we keep falling. And the body language itself might say, I'm ready to give up. But let that camera, let that camera zoom in our eyes. Because our eyes are doing what? Looking to Jesus. Laser focused on Jesus. Because Hebrews 12 tells us where he is. He's seated at the right hand of God. And you know why he's there? Because he already finished the race. You see, God looked down from heaven and he saw it's in this grueling race. And so what he did was he entered someone else in the human race. He entered his own son in a race and he marked out a course for him to run. And it started out in a womb of a virgin. And Mary, during that nine months of pregnancy, <laughs> she felt those running feet kicking her. The Son of God had become a baby. And he was getting ready to run that course laid out for him by the Father and he went right to the Jordan River where there was a baptism for sinners. And Jesus said, that's also for me because I want to identify and have compassion on sinners. And then that race took him into the wilderness and Satan gave him the most powerful temptations. Jesus, get off the course. Take the easy way out. And Jesus stayed on that course perfectly for us. And then that course took him to the Garden of Gethsemane, where there was sorrow like we can't even imagine. 
And then that course, down the final straightaway, went up a hill. Went up a hill where there was a cross planted. And on that cross, you want to talk about endurance? The Son of God endured sin, death, and hell. And from that cross, therefore, comes this invitation. Dear runners, when sin clings to us, lay it aside, lay it on your Savior. When things weigh you down, throw them off onto your Savior's shoulders. He says, give it all to me. I'll carry it. I'll carry you. Jesus finished the race. He finished it, and then he took a victory lap. And it started when he burst out of his tomb, and it continued as he took a victory parade into hell and told Satan what to do. And now he sits at the right hand of the Father. His race is over. You know why he did all of that? Hebrews 12 says he did it for joy. He did it for joy so that he could stand at the finish line where we could see him and he'd say, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, keep running because I can't wait for the joy when you get to the finish line and we can celebrate forever. So brothers and sisters, let us run. When the fight is fierce, and the warfare is long. Tune your ears to that distant triumph song, that witness of saints that surround us. And when the race is hard, look to Jesus. Fix your eyes on Him until the race is finished and the work is done. Don't ever, ever give up. In the name of Jesus, amen. The peace of God that passes our human understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting, amen. Please rise as we sing.